and they don't seem to be able to put a limit on their their craving for more power and and more money. But there is going to be a point where the milk, the working class, the poor, the middle class, and I feel like some of these behaviours that they're doing for power, for money, are increasingly getting a little bit more desperate. And I'm just wondering what you think about the limits of this this hunger for power. Yeah, look, I, I don't think the hunger itself will be self-limiting. Um, I don't think that the elite who are in power will somehow, you know, suddenly wake up one morning and realize, oh, gee, this was a bad way to behave. I'm not very moral uh, over the last few years. I think I should change my ways. I mean, that's not what happens, you know, no matter how many times I listen to Michael Jackson, they're not going to think that way. So what has to happen? And then this is something that, again, has been written in, in political philosophy, political theory for decades and generations, is that the people who are those who, who ostensibly give power to those in charge in a democratic state like Australia or the US, the people must be eternally vigilant. They must be the ones who keep an eye on the people who have the power. They are our servants. That is how this is supposed to work, right? I mean, that was the social contract that we all sort of were taught in school. We signed up to this program whereby we choose our leaders and we can punish them if they don't deliver, right? But but the only mechanisms that we have now really to deliver that punishment are to, to attempt to, you know, voice our concerns directly, but that's difficult when the media is all stitched up, you know, with, you know, interests of the powerful or election. And even if the elections are completely fair and transparent and everything is fine, which, you know, I think is unlikely in all cases, but even if that were true, elections are still only held every couple of years, maybe. And all you're doing is voting for one politician who is in some sense already in the system. So you're voting for kind of the least bad of a whole bunch of people in you probably often don't know much about all the people anyway who are on the ticket. Nobody really cares. Everybody feels pretty cynical. I mean, I don't even know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously super interested in all of this stuff and involved in trying to help change our society, but I don't see elections as the main way to do that. <laughs> and that's a problem because that shows you that that's not any longer delivering to the people the accountability that is supposed to be baked into the system, right? Where is accountability coming from? It's it's kind of evaporated in this in this haze of uh, you know under which essentially a fog under which the elite have have increased their control and tightened the screws on messaging about what is the world world, you know, uh, up to, which is the control of the media and the, the way in which we live, you know, which is, oh, well, we can just make these emergency orders and you can do, you have to do this and you have to do that. It's slid. This is, the whole society has slid while we have taken off, uh, you know, our eyes off the ball into a more authoritarian, authoritarian and totalitarian almost kind of situation where these, uh, you know, that the power differential is huge and there is no more transparency. And you can't even call for transparency without being branded some, you know, whatever a lunatic cooker, conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearing, whatever, you know, you can't even talk about like biological effects, potential biological effects of 5G technology without people thinking that you truly believe that Hillary Clinton is a lizard person, for example, right? I mean, that's just nuts. Like you should, we should be able to have these conversations, you know, and, and we should even be able to have a conversation about Hillary and the lizards. Like, let's have it, right? Better yeah. to have, I think Rowan Atkinson recently, uh, you know, gave a speech somewhere in the UK and he said that the, the antidote to bad speech or improper speech or insulting speech is more speech, 
Let's have lots of speech, right? Absolutely. Let's have lots of speech. But, but that's not been the direction that we've gone in the last, particularly the last few years. So um, yes, all of that is to say, uh, essentially, it is uh, an issue where the people are the ones who are really responsible. And what we need to figure out is how to reform our institutions to to enforce that responsibility more thoroughly onto the population. Because at the moment, we have very apathetic populations. I mean, just yeah. nobody cares. Right. There's cynicism. There's kind of, oh, she'll be right. And and it's that kind of lack of watchfulness that that delivers for you essentially, you know, what what you were going to get, which is uh, an abuse of power because power corrupts and power is a drug. People want it. And if you don't watch it, they will take it and they'll take it right from under your nose.